0: certainly diminishes their um, uh, the possibility uh, that the possibilities that Victoria has uh, offensively and defensively
1: of, of course I mean anytime you lose your uh, like you know your uh, two stars or three stars it's gonna affect your uh, your dynamic and you know it's gonna affect the team chemistry and everything also I mean you know feel for them but that's part of the game unfortunately and uh, you have to deal with it and uh, next guy up like they say in football so
0: Okay, thanks very much, Demand. Appreciate you coming up here and doing this uh, prior to the game. Uh, best of luck tonight. Thank you. Pleasure Okay, thank okay, you. Bye-bye. Demand Boudre, assistant coach with the UBC Thunderbirds. And uh, coming back in, Jacob Ayers. I think um, the Victoria Vikings are going to look for a bounce back in this uh, game because I did not think that they played very well on Thursday night on their home court. Against the Thunderbirds, possibly it was because they didn't know what to expect from the Thunderbirds. Possibly it was because they have uh, a number of uh, injuries. Uh, Damon and I talked about Hayden Lejeune, 68 uh, eight. He's one of the guys that uh, you really need to go up against uh, Grant Shepard on the inside, and then uh, Scott Kellum. Uh, 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 he's uh, a guy that you have to uh, uh, you have. You, you have to get points from and he's not gonna be able to offer that tonight
2: And right we were just talking about Lejeune is scratched from the lineup here tonight Not gonna be able to contest on 101. It was an 89 to 63 loss in Victoria for the Vikings They weren't able to break 20 points in a single one of the four quarters in the game They did have some highlights in Mason Lowen who was able to record 18 points and 12 rebounds for the double-double Also adding to their line score was Jordan Charles, their general leader on the court, put up 10 points and seven rebounds. However, only went 4 of 15 from shooting.
0: Yeah, UBC uh, dominated the game and you look at the uh, um, supplementary statistics in the game, points in the paint, 46 to 30 for UBC, points off turnovers, 12 to six. Bench points for the Thunderbirds, and they were able to get some of their uh, uh, little used players into the game. Uh, Thirty-two to twenty-one for the uh, for the Thunderbirds. So, um, all in all, uh, a very good offensive game for
2: the UBC Thunderbirds on Thursday night. Tonight here, I also was just given the starting lineup. It looks like Jake Newman is going to get the start here for Victoria. Didn't get a lot of play time really anywhere else here too much in the season he is a fifth year forward from white rock transfer from lafayette college he started 10 games last year and this will be his first start of the season 2018-2019
0: now i've seen jacob newman play uh over the the years and he's somewhat of an enigma Uh, i don't mean that derogatorily uh it's just that he hasn't been able to put together the consistent play uh to get himself into the uh, the lineup on a steady basis there are sometimes you see him out there and he's just playing lights out He's shooting. Well. He's playing great defense and then uh, in other games You really don't notice him at all
2: and then another Starter that we're likely to see here tonight for Victoria is Graham Hyde lay He's someone that he's in his third year. He did start two games, but then he didn't play last Thursday It'll be interesting to see what these two new players are able to contribute to the Victoria side. Meanwhile, UBC is rocking and rolling here with the same lineup that's been working for them for the majority of the year. And it looks like we're gonna cut in here for the anthem. We'll be right back. of the anthem there but back to the game we were talking about the Thunderbirds coming out with the same firepower we've seen from them all season they are one and one on home Saskatchewan was able to best them last weekend on Saturday night Victoria trying to do just that Uh, it was quite a big loss for them at home but trying to really be the underdogs here come back on the road and surprise this Thunderbird team we saw last week also Manrup Clare, the transfer for the Thunderbirds, coming off the bench, leading the entire team in scoring with 25 points, also put up seven rebounds. Grant Shepard was also a force.
0: Yeah, but the, the real strength of the Thunderbirds were uh, the diversity of the offense there. They had a number of people who were able to uh, hurt Victoria on Thursday night, so uh, it made very difficult. Uh, it made it very difficult for uh, Victoria to uh, sort of zone in on one guy, and as a result, uh, a rather easy victory
2: for UBC. Here we are seeing the lineups. Victoria was quickly announced there. Grant Shepherd, however, for the Thunderbirds, getting the nod as expected. He's been great especially on the boards for this Thunderbird team, has allowed for different players to get opportunities and looks from beyond the arc and different mid-range opportunities as well.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if the Thunderbirds uh, try to adopt a little bit more of an aggressive uh, offense tonight, you know, taking the ball into the hoop. Uh, UBC, as always, likes the three-pointer, and um, as always, that can be good or bad for you. So we'll have to see what happens uh, this evening, but uh, I think the Thunderbirds would have uh, a big advantage, especially with um, with Pat Simon, and also with uh, Grant Shepard tonight if they can get the ball inside.
2: The starting lineups for each side look as so. Grant Shepard for the Thunderbirds, number 10, the big man on court. Number 11, Patrick Simon, 12, Jaden Cohey, who has been phenomenal for the Thunderbirds. We also have, the Thunderbirds also have Mason Borsier on the court, as well as Grant Audu. For the Victoria Vikes, it's going to be Graham Heidle. Number six, Jake Newman, who's getting his first look of the season here tonight. Number eight, Jason Scully, Jordan Charles, and number 16, Mason Lowen. Here we are for the celebratory tip off. Real action set to get underway here very shortly seems like UBC won the uh, early celebratory one. We'll see if they're able to come out and grab the real one. I
0: believe that was a no contest.
2: <laughs> Shepard, uh, yeah, going up. Non-real competition, but grabbing the ball down. This is your
0: I don't know if they did that over in Victoria, but probably
2: the Victoria guy won that uh, would have won that one. The real tip is won here by Grant Shepard. We are underway at War Memorial Gym. Jacob Air and Doug Richards. Checking in on both Canada West and CITR 101.9. Thank you for listening in. Thunderbirds started off with a loud bang from the far corner. Audu putting up a three. Yeah, really
0: no uh, pressure on him uh, setting up for that three, so uh, had no trouble draining that.
2: Ball held by the Vikes leader, but it's tipped away momentarily. Thunderbirds almost stole it away. Vikes, however, collect four left on the shot clock. Ball sent out now. Jordan Charles trying to make something happen as the shot clock expires. It'll bounce off the rim. Thunderbirds ball. Kohi bringing it back up court. Dish pass in here to Shepard. two men on him. Open look for Kohi from three. Back to back threes here to open for the Thunderbirds.
0: Well, UBC trying to uh, do what they would like to always do. Open up with a three point shot and uh, uh, have a little bit of shock and awe uh, against their opposition.
2: Ball now in Vikes' hands. It's Mason Lowen who has the ball. Lowen gets a little separation there from Shepard. He's well off target. However, the offensive rebounds collected, dip, never touched rim. Vikes had to get off a quick shot. Missing his mark was Heidle. Kohe back at the other end. Early on, Thunderbirds just building on that momentum that they saw at Victoria. Borsier with the ball. Gets out to Simon, who just keeps hitting bounds. Nearly an errant pass. Nice block there at the net against Simon. That was the much shorter Mason Lowen. 6'3 compared to Simon's 6'8". One-on-one, that was Audu and Jordan Charles. Charles got a good look, but decided to dish it back. Victoria connecting on their first basket. That time it was Mason Lowen. 6-2 here on the inside look. Thunderbirds still holding on to the early lead. Grab around Shepard, it will be a foul called against here, against the Vikes, Thunderbird ball.
0: Yeah, Ian Hyde-Lay uh, defending against the much taller Shepard there uh, picking up the foul.
2: Koei to inbound, gets out to Borsier, near side wing. Handoff off here to Kohe, who's been such a playmaker for the Thunderbirds. Owns a lot of clout right now, really holding high stats across all of Canada West. This time missing his mark on the three. I was talking to you ahead of the game about it, Doug. Field goals, three points, free throws. He's doing everything since transferring from Southern Utah.
0: Yeah, not much of a problem transitioning into the uh, CISU sports game. Open
2: look from three. Firing that was Hideley, who's getting his first look this weekend here. Missed that attempt. That time, another big block by the Vikes. Right under the hoop, Audu was stuffed. I believe that was Jason Scully who got the best of him.
0: And down the other end of the court, Jordan Charles takes That's it to pass. the hole and uh, gets the deuce. The
3: number 10, Jordan Charles
2: now an attempt at a three-point play as he was fouled
0: haven't put up the points yet for the Thunderbirds. I'm wondering if they called that on the floor before the shot. No, they just did put up the points.
2: Three point play is converted here. And after putting up an an early 6-0, Victoria finds themselves right back in it. 6-5, still in favor of UBC here in this first quarter of action. Another three point off the mark here for Thunderbirds.
0: Yeah, Mason Borsier from the nearside corner uh, shot uh, off the back iron. Did not go, and UBC committed a foul. That's going to be Patrick Simon picking up uh, his second personal foul uh, for the Birds.
2: And we were talking also about some late foul trouble for a certain Thunderbird in that Victoria game. You want to talk about that a bit, Doug?
0: Well, when we get a moment.
2: Here, back at the other end, Victoria trying to do all they could. Hidley couldn't find the hoop. Thunderbirds get the defensive rebound. Who other than Grant Shepard?
0: Yeah, UBC playing some pretty good defense.
2: Manroo Claire now into the game for the Thunderbirds. Had huge game, 25 points on Thursday. Well, if you're not going to say it, I will. Brian Wallach. Three minutes, five fouls. Fouled out of the game. That's craziness. Stolen here. Thunderbirds recollect. Short corner for Kohi. He converts. First points for Thunderbirds in the last three two and a half minutes.
0: Yeah, just a two-pointer on that one, but that was a little bit of a scrambly play as that uh, ball sort of rolled around on the floor for a while before
2: being collected by Kohee. Lowing gets out to Newman. Welcome to the 2018-2019 season, Jake. First points of the new year for him.
0: Yeah, good strong drive into the paint against the uh, Thunderbird defense.
2: Stolen again by the Vikes here, who have really put up a solid defense against this Thunderbird team who seems a bit lackadaisical early on. Yeah, a
0: very uh, thread-the-needle type pass by two, Victoria there did not connect, uh, but it is still going to be Victoria ball as it glanced off of a, a Thunderbird out of bounds.
2: Number two, Taylor Montgomery Stinson now into game for the Vikes. Plays a big role generally for the team. Didn't get the start here today. Vikes putting up More on the board. They actually have the lead now at eight to nine.
0: Yeah, nice drive by Jordan Charles. A little bit of a teardrop as he pulled up
2: about halfway through the paint. Audu, top of the key, tries to find a look. Charles had him boxed out. Open now for Borsier, driving through, uncontested for easy layup. UBC doing a little bit of change of direction. Audu going one
0: way, lays the ball off to Borsier. He goes around the defense and scores
2: the two. Lowen dishes the ball off to Newman inside. Kicks it way back out here for Montgomery Stinson. Back to Lowen. Eight left on the shot clock. Finds a little room. Off target. Thunderbirds recollect. Manru Claire will bring it up. We've seen a lot of early shot attempts from Lowen. That time going up. Manru Claire can't connect, but will go to the charity stripe to shoot a pair.
0: Yeah, bumped as he was putting up the shot there. That meant that he was... Uh, Not going to be able to put it in unless uh, he got a a miracle bounce, but uh, a good attack of the hoop by Manroop Clear. I I like what I'm seeing from Manroop Clear. He can put the shots from in from the outside, uh, but he will attack the basket, which makes his shots from the outside a little bit easier for uh, him to uh, to get, because the defender doesn't know what's going on, doesn't know if he's gonna drive or pull up and shoot.
2: Multi-faceted, Claire connects on both of his free throws, regaining the lead to three here for UBC.
0: Yeah, great addition, Manu- Manrup Claire to the
2: Thunderbirds. Lowen, taking it all in by himself. His one-man team effort continues, puts another two on the board for the Vikes. It's Borsier now with the ball, gets it off to Jonah Morrison, who's into the game for the Thunderbirds, who put up another basket on the board.
0: And that's just a great pass by Jonah Morrison there. Uh, Just lofted the ball to uh, a driving Mason Borsier.
2: Lowen going in again. He's fouled. He'll go to shoot a pair.
0: And good aggressiveness on defense by uh, Jonah Morrison. He's going to pick up the oh, foul, but uh, uh, I, I think that uh, Lowen will feel that uh, as the uh, the game progresses.
2: Lowen had a huge game last, last time out for the Vikings. 18 points, 12 rebounds, double-double on the night. He's not always necessarily the leader, but it seems right now he has a... Momentum going for him as an individual that's really contributed to the Vikes even competing with UBC at this current stage. They're missing a key pi- key player from last year, Victoria missing uh, Justin Kinnear, who was uh, fantastic for them. Had, all- he had he was the only player who played more than 10 minutes per game last season. Um, he was he was a center force for this Victoria team. He started 16 games, second on the team in scoring, third in Canada West in field goal percentage.
0: Good save by uh, Cam Morris, who's checked
2: into the game for the Thunderbirds there. UBC with another opportunity. That was four left on the shot clock. Coey pulling up, couldn't convert. Pulled down here by the Vikings. Lowen brings it back up the court here. Lowen going in, kicks it out. Nice look for a three. All of the UBC defense converged upon him. He keeps driving and found an open look on the near side corner.
0: Yeah, Montgomery Stinson from the uh, near corner for uh, for Victoria. So right now we got a pretty uh, tight game, 14 to, or rather 15 to 14, as the scorer's table is uh, getting a little bit lax in putting up the score here. Uh, but right now it's Victoria in the
2: lead and uh, UBC having a fight on their hands. We've seen a great effort early on by Lowen. He has, he's put up a couple different opportunities from the free. He's dro- driven in and given himself opportunities, whether it be from the free throw line or just an inside look. He he's been helping Victoria then find opportunities as we just saw in that last play, connecting on a three. Yeah, I think
0: Victoria they have uh, a lot of pride to play for here right now. Uh, Thunderbirds. Uh, feeling that uh, Victoria is not going to be as easy a pushover
2: as they uh, they might have thought if your head coach Craig Bocamp of the Victoria side he's now in his sixth, 16th season as head coach got to be impressed early on with the, the bounce back performance especially on the road against this UBC side
0: well I mean these guys have an awful lot of pride yes you are missing a couple of uh, key players due to injury but uh you know uh, they've got some good talent on their uh, on their team. The Vikes have always been a uh, tough competition for the Thunderbirds over
2: the years. New faces on the floor as Manrup Clare drills a three here for the Thunderbirds. Also onto the court is number eight. We were talking about Jonah Morrison who's into the game. Also Cameron Morris, the Morris, not brothers or twins, similar last names for the Thunderbird side. Another foul. This time charged to Isaiah Familia will put Lowen at the line again.
0: I'm just noticing the scoreboard here at uh, War Memorial Gymnasium doesn't seem to be giving the, uh, the Thunderbirds uh, their due as they must be uh, about five minutes behind in, in this. Right now UBC has a 6-4 uh, to, to four lead or something along those lines. Anyway, I think they'll get the scoreboard uh, fixed up.
2: That time, Lowen connects on one of two. It's 17-16 in favor of the Thunderbirds. Still, tightly contested game here in the first quarter. 2:45 left. Inside look. Great pass there from Manru Claire into Shepard. All too easy for the big man.
0: Yeah, a lot of space inside the uh, inside the paint there for Shepard. Uh, I don't think Victoria can afford to give him that
2: kind. Another dish out from Lowen and another three. This time, it's Jason Scully connecting. Manruc Claire has the ball here for the Thunderbirds. One on one, pulls up from three. Why not? If you're hot, let him keep flying. Drills yeah. another one.
0: Anything you can do, I can do better.
2: Manruc Claire, when he's hot, he's deadly. Opponents tend to fear him. He came off the bench, we were talking about that. Off the bench, putting up 25 points. No one had more in the game for the Thunderbirds last Thursday. UBC gets the turnover. Nice steal there, and it's Claire again dishing it out for Morrison. The rookie attempts a three point. His, his shot's off the mark. Ball brought back here by Victoria. Lowing gives it out to Montgomery Stinson, who finds a wide open look, that time drilled in by Jordan Charles.
0: Score tied again at 22, as we've got a, uh, a real hotly contested ball game
2: Jordan Charles taking on a much bigger role this year here for the Vikings side. And a foul charge here against the Thunderbirds. I believe that'll go against Coey
0: Yeah, Newman stepping in to take foul. the charge.
2: Charge against Shepard, not Cohey on that last play.
0: So right now, Victoria in the bonus for the uh, last minute 18 seconds of this uh, first quarter. Score tied at 32,
2: 22. We're all 22. Sorry, (laughs) 32, and that would be high scoring.
0: Well, time to change my contact lenses. A little bit blurry here.
2: (laughs) Looking back at Jordan Charles, he's played in more than he's played 30 minutes or more every game so far this new season. No other Viking has averaged more than that of Charles. Now into the game for the Vikes is Jesse Barnes. Handoff here to Montgomery Stinson. Back to Barnes inside, one-on-one. Out duels Audu. Vikings with a lead here late in the first quarter. Manroop Clare again from three, top of the key. That attempt falls short off the front of the rim. Ball collected by Vikings. Charles. Gets a partial screen look, wasn't fully effective. Isaiah Familia called for reaching here. Again, another foul. Another foul charged when the ball is in the hands of Mason Lowen. Lowen sinks the first of two, onto the court for the Thunderbirds, Anthony McNish. Lowen with a friendly bounce gets the second one as well. In for Victoria,
0: number five. So the lead right now for Victoria 26
2: to 22. Number five on Victoria Aaron Tesvigiorgis also into the game. Boursier tries to find Claire on the far corner. Ball tips off of his fingers and will be turned over here to Victoria.
0: Looks like he was screened by Montgomery Stinson there, who was uh, dogging him on D. Victoria,
2: four-point lead here with just 25 left in this first quarter. There is a five-second differential between game and shot clock right now, and the ball is in the hands of Lowen. Four point lead. This could be extended potentially up to seven if they decide to do something from downtown. One-on-one here with McNish. Lowen does just that. His attempt is off the near side. Still five seconds left. Claire racing down, driving in. Claire with a beautiful look. He was one-on-one there with Lowen and he ran right over him.
0: That looked like a greyhound racing down the court. It was that fast. And the amazing body control of Manroub Claire as he took the ball the full length of the court and laid it in just
2: as the buzzer was uh, was about to ring. Manroub Claire just recently transferred from Seattle University for this year. Last season he averaged only eight points a game at the university, but he did lead his team in three pointers made. He had 69 of them on the season, shot at a 38% clip, not too shabby from beyond the arc. Although he didn't play in the preseason, he was out with a hamstring injury. He came out on that first game of the home opener, shook off some early rust, and then put up some big numbers, continues to do that on Thursday, and still seems to be doing that here tonight early on.
0: Man, Rube Clear with, uh, I believe, eight points, if we can believe the... No, I I think you're going to have to make that uh, 10 points. I think he's in double figures now uh, because that was before uh, his bucket to end the quarter uh, was put up.
2: Manroop Claire leading the figures there for Thunderbirds. On the opposite side, the Vikings are led by Mason Lowen and Jordan Charles. Eight points apiece. Lowen has been the playmaker, though. Able to draw a lot of different fouls. Has gone four for six from the line. And it seems that for Victoria, it's a game plan that has been working. Put the ball in Lowen's hands and he'll distribute and get get points on the board for your team.
0: Yeah, just looking at some of the other statistics here, points in the paint, uh, Victoria, 12-6 to 6 advantage over the Thunderbirds. So uh, they're getting a lot of uh, their points from inside, and they're cutting through the UBC, which means they're cutting through the UBC defense. Uh, defense, they need to do a little bit better job, UBC does. Uh, about controlling what kind of shots and what kind of offense Victoria runs.
2: We're underway here for the second quarter of action. Charles had the ball there for Victoria. who will start things back off. Charles gives the ball off now, dished inside, it's Barnes with it. Barnes from out wide one-on-one there with McNish. Barnes loses it. Ball taken away here by Claire. It was Shepard and McNish who were in the scrum under the net. Another three that point corner. look. This one's cleared for Mason Borsier.
0: And UBC regains the lead by a single point.
2: big Georges. Ball now in the hands of Charles. Charles one on one there with Audu. Ball kicked out wide. We've seen a few different three-point attempts. Air ball there. Ball will be turned over here to the Thunderbirds. Couldn't get the layup.
0: Yeah, Scully driving across the, uh, the paint there. Uh, could not get the shot to drop. Went off
2: of Tesviorgis. That look has been working, though, for Victoria all game. They'll crash hard on the far side of the court and then maybe kick the ball back out to the center, try and drive in, and then it's opened a lot of opportunities for Scully on this near side corner and it's, it's put them, you know, neck and neck here with UBC throughout the first bit of play. Manru Claire, nice side sidestep. Saw an open look, however, is off target. Ball back for Victoria. It's Charles with it. One-on-one with Audu. Charles driving in. He is fouled on the play. Will go to shoot two.
0: Yeah, Jordan Charles with the step. And uh, on Grant Audu, uh, Grant... Uh, Committing the foul, that's going to be his first, but uh, really uh, a good first, uh, first step there, a good quick first step by Jordan Charles.
2: Now into the game is Brian Wallach, who we were talking about, some foul trouble. We'll see if he uh, is able to maybe clean up his play a bit.
0: Or duplicate the feats. Maybe he can do it in two minutes.
2: Charles sinking the first of two, locked at 27 here now. Misses the second attempt, Victoria recovers. Scully gets the ball. A long three-point attempt from Montgomery Stinson. Hits the back of the rim. Collected by Shepard and now up to Claire. Claire almost corralled the ball. Almost held onto it too long. Got it off to McNish. Thunderbirds reset. It was given out to Borsay. Now it's in the hands of the recently substituted in Brian Wallach. Nice spin move. Tries to get creative. Saw that he was blocked on one side, tried to bring it back around. He was fouled, he'll go to shoot two.
0: No, but it was a good aggressive move by Wallach, uh, driving the paint there. Two defenders, uh, it took two to stop him. So he's gonna have a chance to put up some points from the uh, free throw line. I don't believe on Thursday night in his uh, foul fest uh, that he um, uh, scored any points.
2: These will be his first of the season and he does sink the first of two. He did get some action during the preseason. Misses the second one, but Thunderbirds collected. Grant Shepard from the baseline gives it back for Wallach with an incredible look. What a job there by Brian Wallach. Great pass from Shepard, but brings the ball in between his legs. Somehow is able to throw up a miracle that finds its way into the bottom of the net.
0: Yeah, I must say that i got to correct myself because he did score two points on Thursday night. Uh, He was one for one and uh, five personal fouls. But as you said, that was a a miracle shot. Back to the basket, wasn't even looking at it, just sort of scooped it up and it went in.
2: More than miracle. That shows the athleticism, though, of Brian Wallach. Able to even stay elevated for that long to get that shot off. An, ex- an extraordinary effort.
0: Yeah, I think it bodes well for the future because I, I think both you and I have seen some of the younger players on the Thunderbirds, Jonah Morrison, Lincoln Rosebush, Cam Morris, and now Brian Wallach uh, come in, give useful minutes, and uh, actually contribute to uh, the Thunderbird offense and, uh, and and show very well. So. Um, you know, it's one of those things, future's so bright, you gotta wear shades,
2: and I think that applies to the Thunderbirds right now. It causes Victoria to take a timeout, try and recollect after Thunderbirds have started to gain a bit of momentum here late on a few back-to-back great plays between Shepard and Wallach.
3: Yeah.
2: But it's been a back uh, back and forth
0: game here the, so far. Yeah, We've no had a one number really,
2: of, No one really gaining the yeah. advantage
0: we've had a couple of ties we've had a couple of 1 point edges i think the uh, the greatest lead uh, that either team has had uh, has been uh, 4 point well no six there was the fr- a the 6 beginning. point at the beginning there yeah you're right uh, jacob uh, uh, but uh, the the biggest vike uh, uh, lead has been 4 points 26-24
2: uh, just before the end of the first quarter definitely been hotly contested on both sides ball is back in play it's Jaden Coey who holds the ball for the Thunderbirds fade look for him from the short corner on the near side can't get that one to drop in
0: only a single shot for the Thunderbirds that time and uh, uh, Victoria defense stiffening up a little bit only allowing the Thunderbirds
2: uh, one look defense may be doing a good job offense not so much so much tossing that ball away intended for Montgomery Stinson Coe again with the ball here for the Thunderbirds Gets it to Borsier from the slot. Borsier driving in. Gets it to Shepard, who's at the baseline. Thought about posting up. Thought better of it, but gets it back. We'll see what he does. And it seemed like he almost tripped, and he's called with the charge.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know whether that was a trip, but certainly uh, he got his legs tangled with Newman, and uh, foul, number
3: 10, Grant it is a foul
0: on Grant Shepard, uh, but... Uh, uh, Newman took the, the brunt of an elbow from uh, Grant Shepard and looked a little winded as uh, as he sat on
2: the floor. Generally, when you're getting hit by someone who's 6'10", 225, can't feel too good.
0: Yeah, second personal foul for Grant Shepard. So two big men for the Thunderbirds. Uh, Patrick Simon, who's back in the game right now, he's got to uh, Grant Shepard with two personal fouls.
2: Different look there from the Thunderbirds. Putting some pressure on low end, and it turns out in their favor as they get the ball back. McNish from the near side corner, that one doesn't fall in. However, Brian Wallach going up to get the offensive rebound amidst three other Victoria defenders then gets fouled and will go to shoot a pair.
0: Yeah, a great play there because as you said, right in the middle of a forest of uh, Vike players there, he was able to come down with the rebound and uh, get the foul.
2: Wallach had some Impact as of late here for the Thunderbirds. Misses the first of two free throws. He is is in his first official year here on the Thunderbird team. Did attend school last year at UBC. I had the pleasure of getting to know him off court. Great player and great great human, really, all around. This time it's kicked back out for the Victoria side. That was Charles pulling up, clutching up a nice three. But he got some limited playtime going back to Wallach in preseason just 16 minutes but he he started to really impact uh, this Thunderbird team here in this game against Victoria. Simon guarded two on one there gives the ball to McNish who's able to convert. And that's a good decision
0: by uh, Patrick Simon there he was guarded he could not get off a shot but he
2: had McNish coming in from the side. Charles there almost used the inexperience of Wallach to his advantage, but couldn't get the teardrop to find its way to the bottom of the net. Meanwhile, back at the other end, as Patrick Simon going up for a three, he also misses. Wallach was caught off guard. It was Cohee who was actually barking at him where to go. And Charles, the fifth-year player, the vet, took advantage of that moment of confusion. It's bound to happen when you're learning how to play. It's different going through scrimmages or even preseason games. Being in the midst of Canada West season, you have to adapt on the court. And if you don't have a lot of experience, there can be a bit of a learning curve.
0: Well, a lot of new players on the Thunderbirds uh, this year, so there is definitely a, a learning curve. Uh, also, there's a, a new identity to the team because for so long it was Connor Morgan. Uh, and Phil Jalalpur on this team. Now it's uh, it's a different mindset.
2: Low end, Mid-range jumper. Hits the two-pointer. 32-32 here with 528 left in this first half. Yeah, Man- I- Manruclair gets it back. You were saying, Doug?
0: Yeah, I just couldn't ask for a, a
2: more entertaining game, at least thus far. Mason Borsier. Six left on the shot clock. Thunderbirds are gonna have to get a look here quick. Two left now, and as the shot clock expires, Manroop Claire puts it up. It was indeed called that he got it off in time. They got a lucky offensive rebound off of a tip, gives it back to Manroop Claire and he converts another three. Yeah,
0: Manrup, uh 13 points for him so far this evening.
2: Low end, gets it back out. Jake Newman, and now on the far side corner, Three-pointer there for Montgomery Stinson.
0: Not very much uh, pressure on him from the outside, so he just said,
2: hey, I'm going to take the shot. Locked at 35. Another three-point look here. That one's off its mark by quite a bit from Claire. No rebounding by the Thunderbirds anywhere to be seen. Lowen, Using his agility on the court, but can't get the finish. He's trailing Koei close, and... Thunderbirds want the call there for the reach. They don't get it. Cohey's still one-on-one here with Lowe, and he'll slow down the pace. Racing bu- to both ends of the court for a while, and you see now the Victoria head coach yelling at his players as it seemed they they were a bit off, caught off guard, and Cohey had a lot of time to try and set up the play. Didn't pay off for the Thunderbirds as nothing happened with it. Montgomery Stinson misses his shot. Foul here called against the Vikings.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be uh, Newman picking up the foul as he was jostling jostling
2: on the inside there. Vikings head coach Craig Bocamp was yelling at his players on that last uh, offensive possession for UBC when I think his, his Vikings side was trying to arrange themselves in what you assume is an easy practice uh, formation to contest a a hot offense like this Thunderbird team. Wasn't too happy about how his team was playing, but they are still locked up here. Timeout taken as the first half is winding down. Manruc Claire showing up here today for the Thunderbirds yet again. Put up some serious numbers, 13 on the board for him. He has three three three-pointers on the night. And on the other side of action, it's Jordan Charles now, who owns sole possession of top score for the Vikings at 12, low and trailing just behind at 10. This timeout brought to you by Nike. Nike, the supporter of the UBC Thunderbirds. Rebounding is right now in the Vikings' favor. Surprising knowing the height differential between these two teams. 16 for the Vikings and just 10 here for the Thunderbirds.
0: Yeah, and I don't think the Thunderbird coaching staff can be very happy about that. I mean Uh, This is something that they should be able to dominate uh, against Victoria, and uh, they they certainly are not right now. And I I see that the points in the uh, paint have uh, uh, evened up a little bit, Uh, 12 for uh, for each.
2: Isaiah Familia back into the game here for the Thunderbirds. Play resumes as Coey has the ball. He gets a few... Victoria defenders to come in with him. Got the ball out for Simon, who had an open look, but fell way off with his attempt.
0: Yeah, it didn't look like he had his legs underneath that shot. Uh,
2: Carlos Costa into the game here for the Vikings. Misses that attempt. It will be Mamru Claire down at the other end. Claire, he doesn't care where, where he is on the court. If he sees a look, he'll stop, plant himself, and just shoot.
0: And it's amazing how quickly he can uh, he can stop. It's almost on a dime,
2: completely on a dime. Claire got a finger on that one. Familia collected. Back at the other end is Kohe. And it looks like Charles was able to get a fingertip on it, keeping out of the basket. Low in now. Ops to not go in for the layup. Ball kicked way back out to Charles on the near side corner. He hits a three. Victoria up by three now yeah
0: really good end-to-end action here both teams uh running uh victoria on that last possession there great ball movement found charles over on the uh on the near side corner and it's amazing how quickly he was able to get that shot off because UBC's defense was quick to
2: react Talk about ball movement. Something the Thunderbirds haven't been doing recently is having a lot of success with that late in the second quarter. The opposite for the Vikings. We've seen good passing convert into three-point opportunities. Meanwhile, on the Thunderbird end, seems to be a lot of fast-break opportunities that then aren't really brought home. Some missed missed mid-range jumpers or lackadaisical passes that then turn the ball over to the opposition.
0: Well, what I have noticed the last couple of times down the court for the Thunderbirds is that uh, the shots have been short. Uh, one by um, uh, Patrick Simon from the three-point line, another uh, stop and pop by Rube Claire, both of them coming up uh, uh, up short. Why that is, I'm not quite sure. Um, Will Maybe it's just
2: uh, you know getting more into the rhythm. They have to get more into the rhythm of the game. Vikings doing a good job not allowing themselves to at least looking not to fall into the fate of their 89-63 home loss on Thursday against the Thunderbirds holding this three point lead with 233. We're back in play here at War Memorial. Kohey gets it out to Simon. Another open three look for the big man. This time he's able to hit it. It's locked again. Yeah,
0: wide open as the defenders uh, keyed on uh, Jason Kohey.
2: Lowen gives it now to the Brazilian. That's Carlos Costa of the Viking side. Nine left on the shot clock here for Lowen. He's been doing a good job giving the ball to different players. This time gets it out to Scully. He misses that three point. Thunderbirds will collect the defensive rebound. Kohe dishes off to Familia. Fake the long pass. This time... Well read there by Scully, tips away the intended pass for Simon. So right now, Victoria holding
0: the uh, edge in three-point shooting. They're shooting about 66%, UBC 44.
2: What an effort there, driving in from the baseline on the far corner was Jaden Coey. Nice spin move at the end, got him the look. And UBC's back in the lead with a minute
0: 30 remaining in the uh, first half of action.
2: Low end, gets out to Scully. Scully, can't tell if that was tipped out. I think Coey got a hand on it.
0: Yeah, he reached in from behind, got a hand on the ball rather than a hand on the uh, the offensive player's hand. And
2: uh, that's just gonna be an out of bounds play for uh, Victoria. Seven on the shot clock here. Lowen, he's, he's tightly guarded by Borsier from deep three range. Familia and Borsier both near him. Lowen almost got off a miracle shot, collects his own rebound, extra effort. And he's chirping at Manru Claire after the play. You wonder what happened. Coey gets it off to Claire. Far side corner. Gives it back to Borsier. One minute left in the second quarter. or Yes, indeed second quarter. As Borsier falls to the floor. Coey almost loses it going through the legs. Pulls up from the top of the key. One on one with Charles who doesn't even put a hand up. Converts.
0: Okay, UBC back in front again this game going back and forth a bit of
2: a ping pong match here you gotta love Lowen standing at 6'3 he's playing like he's the tallest guy on the team for Victoria right now doing everything leaving all his emotions on the floor 5 left on the shot clock Lowen has it again another 3 point attempt that one well off its mark kicks off the glass and Thunderbirds will have the last look seemingly here in this first half 10 left now. Thunderbirds letting the time wind down. Kohe. one-on-one, falls down, gets out to Borsier. One second left. The rebound is collected there by Charles, but fouled on the play was Patrick Simon who will go to shoot two. I didn't see the foul there.
0: Yeah, there was a little bit of a push, but not very much of it. Uh, Jordan Charles picking up that foul. Uh, he was
2: the one that rebounded the ball. You can tell he doesn't necessarily agree with the official's call either. Shaking his head and looking for a bit of clarification.
0: Well, the official's smiling a little bit. So he's just sort of saying, hey, uh, I saw something there. I called
2: it. Um, You know, tough luck. Simon hits the first of two. And the second and with we'll have just under a second here left in this first half, letting off a three point. It almost drops in. Great pass from Charles all the way up to Hydeley but Victoria, with the early lead in the first quarter, now trailing by five, going into the half, 45-40 in favor of the Thunderbirds.
0: Yeah, uh, UBC uh, having a, a more difficult a time uh, of this uh, game against the, uh, uh, the Victoria Vikes, and we're gonna be chatting with uh, assistant coach Vern Knopp in just a few minutes about this, but uh, I, uh, was thinking that it was going to be more of a, uh, a, a UBC controlled ball game than uh, than we are seeing right now. Yes, UBC is ahead, but. Uh, it it know, has
2: seemed that Victoria has honestly controlled a lot of the pace in this Yeah, game.
0: really. Uh, they, Victoria has come out and done a wonderful job. Uh, something that uh, I, I think that the. Um, Thunderbirds were, uh, I don't know if they were, they certainly weren't expecting it, of course. They, they were expecting to be able to do a little bit more uh, against Victoria, but uh, uh, credit, uh, complete credit to Victoria uh, for uh, their efforts so far
2: this evening. A few standouts first half for the Vikes side has to be Jordan Charles, the fifth year veteran, a hypothetical captain, really, of this team. He's put up 15 points, and then Mason Lowen, leaving all his emotions on the court, also done a great job. We'll talk a little bit more about what the Thunderbirds were able to contribute in the first half, but it looks like, indeed, we're ready to do a little chatting with some of the Thunderbirds coaching staff.
0: Okay, joining us now, Vern Knopp, assistant coach for the UBC Thunderbirds, and uh, uh, Vern, don't know what to really make of the first half here. It was back and forth, number of ties, uh, a number of leads by both teams here. And uh, I, I don't know, uh, based on Thursday's game, whether I was uh, going to expect this. Uh, I would have thought that uh, Victoria would show a lot of pride, but they're, they're showing definitely an awful lot of pride here tonight.
1: Yeah, well, we expected that from them. I mean, you know, with uh, such a rich tradition of uh, Victoria basketball and, and it being a rival, you know, I'm pretty sure they were embarrassed by uh, losing it on their home home court to us on Thursday night. So we knew they'd come out uh, excited and, and wanting to redeem themselves like most teams do in Canada West. When you lose on the, on the, the, the first game, the, you play the same team back-to-back nights or twice in the same weekend. It's always a team that loses the first game, has that little extra motivation. And unfortunately, our team, I think, was uh, a little too complacent coming into the game, uh, evidenced by how we uh, didn't play defense in that first quarter.
0: Well, uh, shooting-wise, uh, both teams shooting about 45 percent uh, three-point uh, okay, shots, though uh, the um, the Vikes have a little bit of an advantage, but they had a, a lot more of an advantage uh, going down into the last couple of minutes, and the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, in the um, uh, at the end of the half, there, um, I don't know, just an overall great game. Both teams uh, going at a tremendously fast pace, though.
3: Yeah, well,
1: we like we always like to play up tempo. That's always been our staple in the Coach Hanson era. Um, unfortunately, we just our defensive side assi- we miss way too many defensive assignments. I mean, the number one thing on our, on our one of our top things on our scouting report is don't give open threes to Jordan Charles, and we left him like wide open. Three times, and you can't leave one of the better shooters in the country wide open. And that's just total miscommunication on our guys' part. Obviously, Lowen's doing a good job of penetrating and finding other guys and, and scoring himself. And we got to do a better. I thought the last couple minutes, Mason, Mason did a really good job of uh, holding that, limiting that penetration. Um, but also, our posts have to do a better job of helping him through the screen, the ball screens, and and containing uh, Lowen as well. So i uh, really disappointed giving up 26 points to start the quarter. I thought. Uh, I thought that was a really uh, telling tale with our team not being ready to play.
0: I want to talk about some of the young guys here, uh, in in particular, uh, Brian Wallach, who's come in here tonight and uh, uh, you know shown a little bit of a tenacious streak. Uh, there, he got himself a uh a, a very miracle baskets uh they're back to the hoop just sort of flipped it up wasn't even looking at it uh, uh is that something he practices uh? no no definitely
1: not uh, I mean I think it was just one of those things where he hasn't been getting a lot of minutes and uh we just felt at the time we needed we needed a, a boost of energy defensively and on the boards and uh, that's one of the reasons why we played put Brian in there and he did he did just that as well as uh Isaiah Familia going in and playing some good defense um, so that's kind of the reason for Brian but a little too excited on the offensive end but but and you know he got the job done So that's all we can ask.
0: Yeah, certainly speaking of only playing a few minutes there um, He made the most of it on Thursday night there oh. three minutes in the ball game and fouled out uh, I didn't know that was even possible.
1: Yeah, nor, nor did I like, you know coaching as long as I have um, you kind of think you've seen it all but uh, don't know what he was thinking um obviously just way too excited to play and wasn't thinking and i don't think i've ever seen a guy foul that fast before so uh yeah not one of the uh let's just call it a low light
0: but you know to his to his credit he also got a basket in that game
1: he did well brian like yeah well when he gets into the game he he's looking to score and we're trying to teach him like you know you got to look be a little more patient on the offensive end but but love his enthusiasm and, and hard work and you know and he went in and gave us gave us a couple valuable minutes so we can't complain
0: okay well this sort of leads to the question that you've got a lot of uh, younger players in here we've got cam morris lincoln rosebush uh wallach um you know jonah morrison it seems you're trying to uh uh to fit them in with a few minutes here a few minutes there trying to get uh, uh them acclimatized am i reading this correctly
1: yeah pretty much i mean it, we have a talented team i mean yeah, they're young. I mean, you look at our team. I mean, we're starting two second-year players in Grand Shepherd and Mason. You look down our bench, and you know, as coaches, we have to remind ourselves that we are really a young team. There's times when we have three first-year guys out there and a couple second-year guys, and um, it's really just trying to give the older guys, Jaden, Manroot, Pat, some some rest and uh, give our guys a couple, two, three, four minutes here when we can. It gets them a, cu- a you know accustomed to the game, gives them a you know valuable teaching moments, and. and and they've earned the playing time. You know, they're going in and performing. I mean, you know, Cam hasn't scored tonight, but he's come in and had a couple threes in other games. And Isaiah Familia did a great job on Thursday coming in. Um, you know, it's all we can ask, but we're just trying to buy our starters some minutes and give them some experience. But uh, just keep them excited to play because it's not its not always easy sitting on the bench when you don't get in some games.
0: Okay, Vern, thanks for doing this. Best Thank of you. luck in the second half. Appreciate it. Vern Knopp, assistant coach with the UBC Thunderbirds. And... Uh, Good effort by the Thunderbirds here to uh, remain calm in the face of uh, what I think is um, a, a very tenacious, a very energized uh, uh, Victoria squad. They seem to have uh, uh, learned a few lessons from Thursday night.
2: And it seemed even during the first quarter, Thunderbirds started to turn it around. Numbers show that rebounding picked up later in the second quarter. Patrick Simon having to do a lot with that charge. Four rebounds for him on the night, but also four assists. Big man getting work done. We also saw a three-point look from him at one point. He's been versatile in the different ways he's been able to help this offense. And, of course, Manroop Claire as well as Jaden Cohey on the offense, 13 and 10 points respectively.
0: Well, right now, uh, UBC getting a, a reasonably balanced offense here. Yes, we've got Manroop Claire and Jaden Cohey as the, the two players in double digits. But uh, can't forget Mason Borsier, a second-year player who's uh, done some... Uh, some great work he's uh, three of five uh, so far one of three from outside the arc and um, uh, has a total of seven points so uh, doing very
2: well Uh, you know so uh, he's contributing as well and then on the other end I think what's been big for Victoria so far is their field goal percentage it's been something that's been difficult for them all season long last game against the Thunderbirds shot just 33% here today, they're up to 45.2% from the field. That's going to have to be something that continues if they want to
1: To understand more about fashion, we asked CITR's student executive and fashion expert, Jonathan Q, what fashion means to
0: him. Like, it's just aesthetically something that's so ostentatious. Typically, typically. I mean, because, of course,
2: I mean, it's also, you know, I mean, uh, when, when you say fashion, I think people are talking explicitly about uh, consumerism as opposed to someone who buys, like, uh, like yeah. you know. Let's say someone buys
0: a
1: If you really want to know more about fashion, I mean, come on down to CITR in the Student Union Building of UBC and pick up some of our merchandise à la mode. Plus so avant, T-shirts, sweatshirts, socks and coffee mugs. But it's also very
0: aesthetically gripping. To keep you styling in support of the station you love. Isn't that right, Jonathan? Cool. Well, actually, is it? Because, I mean, you know, I was gonna say because of the cultural vacuum that we exist within, but then, you know, uh, really, fashion today is kind of derived from the European idea of
3: couture, and that's been around for centuries. Broken Pencil, the magazine for zine culture, CITR 101.9 FM, and Discord Magazine are proud to present Kenzine, Vancouver, Kenzine is a city's giant zine fair and festival of underground printed arts, happening from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. on November 4th, 2018, at SFU Woodwards, which is at 149 West Hastings Street. Canzine is a zine fair and festival of underground print culture celebrating Vancouver's zines, comics and works of underground printed weirdness. Over 300 zines and comics on display and sale. You won't find this stuff anywhere else ever. Only at Canzine. Also, don't miss the Global Zine Exhibit and our panel on the rise of Vancouver Noir. For complete festival lineup visit canzine.ca. So, um yeah, like we're solar eclipse and I'm Kira. And Hello, I am Brika. I'm vocal. Don't say it wrong. <laughs> Claire. Hi, and I'm Claire. Hi, and I'm Zoe, the DJ. DJ <laughs> She loves that. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, so, yeah, so, um, I am on vocals, she is on guitar, she is on drums, and she is on keyboard, and we are, um, uh, together, we are, like, solar clips, so, yeah. Wait, wasn't um, all that obvious? <laughs> well, well it, it's all the other bands that said it, so, mm. you know, like, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, even though it's obvious. Good point. Ooh. Okay, let's go! Claire, go! Sit down! Okay, let's go. our song is called Bullies, and it's about telling bullies to go away. Yeah. And don't bully. Kids, don't bully when you grow up. It's bad. Yeah, it's really bad, bad for you. It's kind of like getting this. Beat. Also, it doesn't pay well. Okay, can we just do this song? Do. The. Song. Okay, Sorry, okay. they're really nervous. Okay, Claire. Boys, I don't care about you. You're nothing compared to me. I don't want to see you go away and leave me be.
2: Welcome back in to War Memorial Gym. Jacob Ayer and Doug Richards here bringing you guys UBC basketball against the Victoria Vikings. We saw Victoria drop a game Thursday on the island by a pretty significant amount. Different narrative here today early on. 45-40, they are trailing, but they've really put put up a lot of firepower early on in this one. Looking around other Canada West Scores here on the night. Calgary is currently losing to Alberta, 56 to 54. Regina is on top of Trinity Western, 35-27. Saskatchewan is trailing Fraser Valley, 44 to 37. UBC, this game here at halftime, we're at 45-40. Meanwhile, UNBC, Northern British Columbia, currently leading Winnipeg, 39-33. And lastly, UBC Okanagan, the sister school here from ubc's vancouver campus on top of brandon 43 to 37 and we were also commenting on what was the women's side of basketball there was a crazy triple overtime game here at war memorial back on thursday different story uh, on the island the two teams flip-flopped the women's game there on the island today men's here it was the opposite on thursday but the vikes got the best of ubc 72 65 final their play was led uh, on the Viking side by Alea Ashley who put up 17 points and 11 rebounds and Katie Langton 19 points, eight rebounds. Looking back to this game though, Doug, what do you expect for this Viking side coming out on the second half after they had a lead for a little while?
0: Well, I, I think they got to understand that they have got to play uh, with as much intensity if not more against the Thunderbirds in this second half. They cannot afford a drop off and that should be their mindset just to keep it going keep rocking
2: ball is in play Jaden coey gives it out thunderbirds in possession with two left on the shot clock a left hook can't fall in there for audu vikings back down at the other end now charles who's five for seven from the field 15 points for him huge turnaround from thursday's game where he put up just 10 in the total total time of the entire game Ball kicked out for Charles from three. Charles stays hot. Six for eight
0: now on the game. And again, uh, Victoria player wide open on the near side uh, uh, corner there. Uh, the pass to him off a drive into the paint by another teammate.
2: Play stopped here.
3: Foul, Foul charged against Graham
2: Victoria. Heidler. It was number four that time. Graham Hydley. Koei gives the ball in now to Shepard. The two transfers for UBC have been so pivotal this year, but we have seen also, as you were talking with Vernop, I believe, some of the rookies or newer players on this team also getting worked in with some of the transfers.
0: Yeah, I think UBC is doing a pretty good job of that, of getting them a
2: taste uh, in the game. Another stoppage in play. Thunderbirds will get the ball back to inbound. Another foul, I believe, called against Victoria.
0: Yeah, I think the idea is to bring the young guys along slowly, get them a feel for the uh, Canada West type of of play, and then if they respond
2: well, to give them more minutes as they go along. Ball in, now it's in the hands of Borsier. Borsier from top of the key, one-on-one there with Heidle. Ball given in to Simon, he goes up. There was some Victoria hands on it. Shepard gets the ball back on the offensive board. He can't put it away either. UBC a couple of opportunities there, but not able to uh, uh, complete a bucket. Charles opts to give it to a different player. Left hook there, almost gets it in off the backboard. Going up that time was Jason Scully. Kohe from the baseline drive, up and under. Nice layup for Kohey
0: hesitation on the dribble there got the defender frozen then he goes to the basket completes it with the reverse lay-in.
2: Again you're listening on Canada West or CITR 101.9 Jacob Aaron Doug Richards bringing you UBC and Victoria Viking Basketball Legend Cup action Jason Scully of the Victoria Vikes drilling a three from the near side wing it's a one-point game here 47-46 in favor of UBC.
0: Interestingly enough, it seems that when uh, Victoria goes through Jake Newman on the offense there, uh, they uh, seem to be much
2: more successful. More movement for the Thunderbirds, something we didn't see towards the end of the second quarter, doesn't pay off. Missed three-point attempt by them. Low in with the ball, gets it out now to Scully, finds a nice inside look, dumps the pass off to Newman, back to Scully. All of that action was happening within the key, and then it was given back out for a shot from way downtown that was montgomery montgomery stinson who missed the three-point attempt back at the other end ball in the hands of grant shepherd bounce pass in fingertip on it from the vikings and the ball's turned over but another steal here that time it was anthony rather grant audu racing him from behind stealing it away nice left-handed layup We've seen a couple That's early ones there for the Thunderbirds, Jay, Jay, Jason, or Jaden Cohey rather. There's Jason's and Jaden's on both teams. But Jaden Cohey going up and getting another nice layup. Bounce pass in, Charles can't get it. Seemed to be an easy look. One of a rare misses on the night for him. Yeah, good pass inside by Jake Newman that time. A huge slam there for Grant Shepard. Right. And a steal by Mason Borsier off the inbounds. You wonder if UBC just has the better stamina long-term. Vikings put a lot of effort out on the court. As we see another steal here, or rather a poke. That was Lowen. Lowen led the charge for all that energy for the Vikings side. You just wonder how long they can keep it up. Coming, they came out of the gates high intensity and caught UBC off guard. UBC started to rally late in the second quarter. See what they're able to do here. They do now have a five-point lead. Kohey with three left on the shot clock. He drives in, another layup look. That time it doesn't go in. And you wonder if he's mad at himself or a lack of a call. Scully for three. Scully's hot from beyond the arc. Yeah, a good transition by
0: Victoria there,
2: uh, off the miss by the Thunderbirds. Back at the other end. A steal here by Scully. He goes up, left handed dunk of his own. It's not as flashy as Shepard, but just as effective. Yeah, well certainly not, it got the job done. Let's put it that way. Scully putting up numbers on the board, 51 all. Three point attempt for Simon. Defensive board here for the Vikings. Two Vikings fighting for the rebound. They're pumped up right now. It's Mason Lowen. Point guard stripped of his basketball. However, it's recovered by his own teammate. He gets the offensive rebound. Thunderbirds looking all kinds of confused out on the court. Looks like a push out there by uh, Pat Simon as uh, Mason Lowen was driving baseline. Hansen, head coach of the Thunderbirds, Kevin Hansen on his feet, making some swaps here, not liking what he sees too much on the court. Both Jonah Morrison, number eight, and number nine Cameron Morris are into the game.
0: Actually that foul on Manruf
2: Clare. his first personal. Lowen driving all by himself flexing his muscles as he'll go to the line for a three-point play attempt.
0: You know, I don't know if that kind of a gesture is gonna go over very well with the Thunderbirds. Uh, that may go a long way towards amping up the
2: Thunderbirds' uh, uh, energy. We've seen this type of emotional play all night from Lowen, leaving it all out on the court. Paying off for him so far, as well as the entire Viking side. They're holding a three-point lead here. Halfway through the third quarter, 54-51 to 51 in favor of the Vikings now. This was just a five-point lead for the Thunderbirds about two minutes ago, Doug.
0: Yeah, at the half, UBC was up 45-40, to 40, uh, but certainly uh, uh, the Thunderbirds got a little bit of a run, and now it's uh, back uh, with a run uh, for the Vikes themselves,
2: and they've got uh, a lead of three points. Carlos Costa into the game here for the Vikings. Barely getting the ball off was Mason Borsier. He was jumping and flying out of bounds. Intended for the far side player of Jonah Morrison, but tipped away by Costa. Ball will go back to the T-Birds here. Manuel Claire gets it into Morrison. Now out to Morris on the near side wing. Back to Borsier, top of the key. Pulls up from three as shot clock was expiring. It does a bit of a ring around the Rosie and pops back out unfriendly home roll for the Thunderbirds three doesn't convert in for Costa, two men on him he's stuck under the hoop barely gets the ball away three point attempt there also falls off its mark from Scully, offensive rebound again, Thunderbirds cannot collect the ball Lowen gets it out another three point attempt another one off the mark, that was Hydley. Thunderbirds allowing a lot of offensive rebounds for Victoria right now this one picked off by Costa. Manu Claire, the much faster player of the two, and Costa charges into Claire. The difference in their two body types is outstanding. Costa looks like he could be a football player, whereas Manu Claire almost looks like he's a sprinter, a, a sprinter or a long jumper. Costa railed him, ran right over him.
0: But what I really like about that is how fast Manu Claire got back on defense really got back very quickly, used his speed, got in front and drew the charge.
2: Thunderbirds hoping to regain some composure here. Late goings and Mason Borier taking it to the net all by himself. A block charge here against the Vikes. He'll go to shoot another one. What an effort by Mason Borsier going up into the rim. Costa in the uh, restricted zone there and uh, picked up the foul the charge. Mason Borsier flying that was probably the best effort we've seen driving towards the basket all night from either side. Borsier with a chance to
0: uh, bring UBC even again with uh, with Victoria. Again this game has been going back and forth all evening and uh, very entertaining and uh, certainly for the Vikes. Uh, a statement that, uh, hey, they're not that team that played uh, uh, Thursday night. Boursier
2: hits the second of two, so he splits a pair. Excuse me. It was a three-point play as he was able to get it. So now we're locked at 54.
0: Looks like a a time count violation as uh, Victoria were not able to get the... uh, the ball across midcourt. No, uh, it's going to be still Victoria ball. So I'm not sure what
2: this. Going I know. On. I know what happened. I think. Uh, well, please explain it to me because I don't. Well, I think what happened was that because he hit it, because he hit the free throw, Mason Borsier, then the ball was given back to the Vikes. However, the referees weren't ready for the play when it was inbounded, so time wasn't recorded properly. They had to reset to the time before the free throws.
0: Okay, so it's all about them.
2: Yes. Okay, I understand now. Victoria barely keeping it alive here. Scully gives it out. Now it's in the hands of Charles. One-on-one there with Jaden Cohey. Scully, or rather, that was Lowen who came away with the ball again for the Vikings. Offensive board for them. And one here. Costa going up, muscling his way through. He'll go to attempt a three-point play. Absolutely muscled his way through there because he was
0: hit at least... uh, a couple of times on his way to the hoop. A lot of scrambly play out there, but uh, Victoria able to get the basket
2: uh, on a very strong play uh, by Costa. For Victoria, it's been a nice distributed three-pronged offense between Scully, Charles, and Lowen. Missing the three-point play as Morrison comes away with the ball. Thunderbirds regain possession here. But Lowen, Charles, and Scully doing good work here for Victoria at 15, 18, and 11 points respectively. Spin move inside for the big man, Shepard. Regains the lead here for the Thunderbirds. Nice spin move.
0: Yeah, Shepard, we haven't heard much from him for uh, for quite a while. Was on the bench with two personal fouls. Uh, but now coming back in,
2: uh, contributes offensively. Costa, again, he fooled Grant Shepard. Lowen tried to keep the ball in play, but he actually tried to pass it right off the backboard. Yeah, he was trying to save it out of bounds there, but
0: his uh, his throw in to his teammate uh, deflected
2: off of the back of the backboard. Boursier bringing it up. We're locked at 56, 240 left in this third quarter. Vikings putting out their best effort, what I might say, in this early Canada West season for them. That time picked away. Scully bring it up, nice inside bounce pass. Putting it away was Taylor Montgomery Stinson. Vikings looking like a playoff contender right now, Doug. Well, it,
0: there's still a lot of the season to go, so let's not quite go that far. Uh, there's a lot of development that both teams have to go through. What I meant by that
2: was that they're playing They're playing at, very at well. A level that would be equivalent to what we would see in the playoffs.
0: Uh, I'm very impressed with uh, Victoria's ability to rebound from that uh, loss, the 26-point loss,
2: just a couple of days ago. That was a nice three-point by Shepard that we just saw. A three-point back at the other end by Charles. That one doesn't convert. It'll be Mamroo Clare bringing it up here for the Thunderbirds. That one's also off the mark. Charles coming away with the board. Jordan Charles now in the hands of Mason Lowen. Lowen taking it to the rim. What an effort through two different Thunderbirds. Borsier didn't know what to do with him. Yeah, great play by uh, Mason
0: Lowen. He's up to 15 points for the Vikes. Uh, Him and uh, Jordan Charles who's got 18. Uh, They are the people that are
2: really contributing offensively. For the Vikes. The intensity of Lowen in is something to in. be admired. It really is second to none on anyone el- compared to anyone else on the court. He's yeah, I going think, above and beyond.
0: I, I think it's got to bring a, a smile to the, the face of the Victoria fans, uh, but it's also got to be uh, impressive to uh, just a
2: basketball fan uh, in general. Lowen now coming to sit with a much deserved rest. That'll bring back into the game. Graham Hydeley. Don't think he's going to be sitting on the uh, bench very long, though. Manroop Clare putting the Thunderbirds into the lead. 61-60 now. Jordan Charles, the Victoria vet, bringing it up here. Almost tripped over himself. Familia was contesting him tightly. One-on-one. Handoff here to Montgomery Stinson. Tries to inside bounce pass it. Picked off by the racing Manruc Clare. Loses it back on his own end. And those are the opportunities where his speed almost affects him negatively. Sometimes it becomes a bit of a wild handle for him.
0: Yeah, but uh, speed, he has that to burn right now. I'd like to see what he could do for the uh, uh, the UBC track team, actually.
2: (laughs) Manruc Clare set to shoot a pair of free throws here. Hits the first.
0: Maybe they should, you know, put together a new decathlon event. Uh, you know, running, uh, free throw shooting, three-point shots, uh, pole vaulting, uh, you know, that sort of thing. I'd love to see that. A basketball track crossover. Sounds like so-
2: Something like that. I think it would be a, uh, a great Olympic sport. Charles back at the other end. Familia almost got him to commit a backcourt violation. But they, Victoria does keep the ball through. Scully ran right over the rookie, Morris. Wow.
0: Morris not set, though, so it's
2: going to be a foul against him. We've seen a few literal rookie mistakes by this Thunderbird team. Earlier on, there was confusion with Brian Wallach, and Jaden Cowie had to coach him, and then this Victoria team, again, capitalizing there on Morris' mistake. Into the game for the Vikes is also Jesse Barnes. Big man on the team, tallest player, second tallest player, standing at six foot eight. In his third year from Skidgate, British Columbia, he collects the ball. There's just eight left on the shot clock now. It's Charles dancing his way through, and then Barnes collects the offensive rebound. Thunderbirds finally get the ball back. Seemed like Barnes had the easy tip in, but it didn't fall. Yeah. Back at the other end, Jaden Cohi was driving to the net and fouled. He'll go to shoot a pair.
0: So many opportunities for Victoria there to put that ball in the hoop. It just would not go in for them. It rolled around on the rim a couple of times, uh, came back out. They got the ball rolled around the rim again a few times, got a tap back. Uh, just not going in there for uh, for Victoria. And really, really tough luck because
2: they were working their tails off. Jaden Cohee, here to shoot for the, for the Thunderbirds. Misses a free throw.
0: Yeah, speaking of working uh, tails off, uh, kudos to Isaiah Familia, who's just been uh, a demon on defense uh, for the
2: last couple of minutes. He hits the second one, 64-60, back to a four point lead here for the Thunderbirds. It's been back and forth all game. Thanks in part to some extraordinary efforts between Lowen and Charles of the Viking side. Lowen has got three offensive rebounds as he finds another great inside pass there for Graydon Hydley. or Graham Hydley, rather. But Lowen, three offensive rebounds against all these tall men on the Thunderbirds, that's something to be said in its own. And as the third quarter expires, a moving attempt there by Victoria doesn't fall, however, they're trailing by just two here after a five-point deficit at halftime.
0: Yeah, really. Uh, I was worried that uh, Victoria uh, would have a bit of a letdown in the uh, second uh, half here, uh, but that has not materialized. Uh, they have done what I thought that they had to do, which was have confidence in themselves and feel that they can hang with the with the UBC Thunderbirds and even uh, pull out a victory on
2: hostile uh, on a hostile court. After what seemed like the Thunderbirds ripping away from, from what was a close game, Vikings were able to bounce right back in the third quarter, keep it really even, they're trailing by two, and in big part, thanks to what they're doing from the field, they're shooting well today, they're shooting consistently. 44.2% from the field, way up from last game's 33 and you know big players lowen charles scully all contributing scully is three for five from beyond the arc charles four from five doing a great job from three-point range here today i mean yet
0: uh on thursday i keep trying to say yesterday because normally they play on friday nights but uh uh, on, on Thursday night, UBC owned that second half. Uh, they outscored uh, Victoria 23-19 in the third, 24-16 in the, uh, in the fourth quarter for a 26-point 20 point victory. Uh, tonight, it looks like uh, uh, Victoria, you know, they have learned from their mistakes, they've made their adjustments, they've come up with the energy that they need and uh, they are giving
2: uh, the, uh, the Thunderbirds all they can handle tonight. The only thing that draws concern is their lack of second chance points. They've had so many offensive rebounds there in that third quarter, and you wonder if it's gonna come back to bite them here with a close finish. Well, speaking of
0: second chance points, UBC leads nine to seven, and, and you're absolutely right. Victoria had so many opportunities. Uh, at, I can name that uh, that one uh, sequence there, just about a, a minute and a half before the three different the, offensive rebounds. Yeah, three different offensive rebounds. Yet they could not come up with a uh, uh, a basket on that. So uh, uh, not making. Uh, The best of their uh, second chance uh, opportunities is Victoria.
2: Coming into the fourth quarter, Victoria still doing a good job keeping up this high intensity. It's paid off for them. They're going to have to give it all if they want to pull off this huge upset win here at War Memorial. It's a low win with the ball, one-on-one here with Borsier. His ball handling has owned Borsier all day. Nice block there from Shepard, though. That ball was released. For a good five feet. And Shepard got way up to get a fingertip on it. But Borsier not quite as agile as Lowen at that low level. And he's been able to outmaneuver uh, Mason Borsier of the Thunderbirds. That time Shepard blocked. Borsier and Lowen will go up. Make contact in the air. Lowen rubbing his leg afterward. Foul called against Borsier.
0: Yeah, and uh, the Victoria defense just collapsed on Shepard. They're not letting him get a shot off, blocking the ball, and uh, actually ending up with possession after a foul by Mason
2: Borsier. Ball back in play now. Thunderbirds are running a full-court press. They did get it off, and it's Charles who brought the ball back up now for Victoria. One-on-one here with Familia. Attempted screen look isn't successful. Holding the ball now is Montgomery Stinson, who's fouled and will go to shoot a pair. Almost got an opportunity at a three-point play.
0: Yeah, that ball just going off iron.
2: Montgomery Stinson hits the first of two Fourth-year guard from Victoria, hometown, born and raised player. It This is a big game if he's able to contribute, and he already has here. He actually ha- put up an 0 for 5 performance on opening night, and then eight points on a 2 for 9 performance on Thursday against Thunderbirds. Nice to see him getting a bit better results here today. 64-64, we're tied again. It's been the story of the night. Fantastic game. Hotly contested by both sides. Neither team wanting to give up. And especially impressive for the Vikings. Coming on the road. This is a Legends Cup match. UBC will win the Legends Cup. It's at 20-5 right now in favor of the Thunderbirds. But the idea that this rivalry is built in between these two schools has been embodied by players like Lowen here tonight. Who got the ball again? Outmaneuvered the much taller Kohi, and again low and chirping at Kohi afterward. Mason Borsier with the ball back in the hands of Jaden Kohi. 66-64 advantage, Victoria now with 8:24 left in the game. Borsier looked to go up, but rather dish the ball off inside to of Shepherd. Kohi from beyond the arc. Nothing but net for the transfer from South, from Southern Utah. That puts UBC back in the lead. Lowen with the ball, one-on-one with Shepard. Shepard gave him a bit, of, a bit of room. Lowen kicking himself for missing that opportunity. Audu racing back at the other end. Lowen almost got a finger on that. Familia driving in, grabs his own rebound is the 6-1 Familia. And that'll reset the play here for the Thunderbirds. Nice energy by the Thunderbirds. As the play was dished from Borsier to Audu inside, there was a foul called against Victoria.
0: Yeah, foul on the floor, so no shots. Thunderbirds will be inbounding
2: the ball. Ball in here, it was given to Shepard. now it's back to Cohey, far side corner. Another three from Jaden Cohey. And UBC may
0: start to uh, be pulling away here. I know it's only a four-point lead right now, uh, but they seem to have uh, just a, a little bit more momentum now.
2: Jordan Charles showing off his handles. Just six left on the shot clock. It's Jesse Barnes with the ball. Mid-range jumper for Barnes. He can't connect, taken by Manru Clare. UBC four point advantage. Teardrop from Claire falls in. And a timeout will be taken here by Victoria as head coach Craig Bocamp has to chat with his team about what is now the tide for the largest lead of the night. Six point differential.
0: Yeah, and I think the uh, Victoria coaching staff was recognizing what was going on, that the momentum was shifting and that they had to uh, take the timeout Uh, to sort of set things straight after that last basket.
2: Thunderbirds getting some great efforts recently from Jaden Coey, two straight threes. That has given this, that is the differential right now. That six point advantage are are the direct result of Jaden Coey's last two three-pointers. 19 points for the man now on the night. Thunderbird taking over the scoring lead from,
0: uh, or rather, Jaden Cohey taking over the Thunderbird scoring, uh, scoring lead
2: from Manroop Clare. Interesting note, between Manroop Clare and Jaden Cohey, who are the two big transfers that UBC got, the next closest player in scoring terms is Grant Shepard with 11. goes to show you how important those transfers were during the offseason.
0: Well, you lost a couple of very important players in Connor Morgan and uh, Phil Jalalpur. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was crucial because they needed uh, a, a couple of players who would allow them uh, to
2: transition with their newer players. Back in play here. It's Lowen. Him and Familia going at it. Nice look there. And Scully, what a move. Reverse layup. That what was a pass from Lowen! Completely unfair that
0: shot. I mean, that was just a a prime time play uh, by Jason Scully.
2: Ball back in the hands of the Thunderbirds after that incredible play by Victoria. What do you do when Grant Shepherd's Shepard's under the hoop, so Doug? You give it to the big man. You put it above the hands of the other players.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Grant Shepard just using his length there to uh, to get that uh, uh, that pass.
2: Ball back inside for Barnes. Almost falls out of bounds. That was Audu who got fingertips on it. He unfortunately couldn't come away with the ball, so it will remain in Victoria hands.
0: 10 seconds on the shot clock though, so uh, Victoria's gotta set something up pretty quick. UBC on
2: defense must be uh, very attentive and uh, very energetic. Just seven left now. Charles one-on-one with Familia. Charles has been great all night from the field. This time, Familia doing a good job contesting him, but when Shepard goes up against Barnes, he's called for the foul. Should have been
0: a shooting foul there at least. Uh, Barnes was in, the, was in the shooting motion, but uh, referees want to just call it an out of bounds play
2: uh, with the foul being on the floor before the shot. Shepard will take a momentary seat. That brings back in Patrick Simon. Victoria is chasing six, 74-68, in favor of UBC here at War Memorial. 5.50 left in this game. It's the point guard low in with the ball, and he converts. He a, a deep two for them, now chasing just four. Back at the other end, it's Patrick Simon with the ball, almost goes out of bounds. Nice collection there by Manrouf Claire. Gives it back to Simon. Kicks it out for Borsier. Ops to go inside. And right in his face was Lowen. Great last minute adjustment there by Boursier to get the basket in the layup. And good
0: ball movement by the Thunderbirds to get Boursier in that position.
2: Lowen driving in him by himself. This time opts to not try and take it to the basket all by his lonesome. Somehow comes away with the ball. Another three-point attempt there. That one's off by Scully. Thunderbirds come away with it. And it seems like Lowen just somehow always finds the ball even though he's only 6'3".
0: Travel by Mason Borsier as he was attacking the basket but got caught off, caught caught off rather, uh, cut off. Can't seem to talk well these days. Anyway, cut off by uh, Montgomery Stinson.
2: Five minutes left, 4.59 if we're going to be exact. Thunderbirds have put themselves back at that six point advantage they could have just extended it unfortunate for the Thunderbird fans but quick turnover here Isaiah Familia doing a good job getting the turnover on the steal Borsier then went up and was fouled he'll go to
0: shoot two you know it's not going to show up in the in the score stats but um uh, Isaiah Familia has really come in and ignited the UBC defense. Uh, he has certainly uh, given the Thunderbirds a spark and it was
2: uh, his steal there uh, that got UBC the, uh, the ball. Familia, third-year guard from Windsor, Ontario. He started in all but three games last season. Bit of a different role here for him, but yes, definitely a defensive specialist. Thunderbirds recollect, couldn't hit either of the free throws. But off that offensive rebound, Jaden Coey then connects layup for him off the glass.
0: Up to an eight-point lead for Victoria now. Victoria has to respond. They have to
2: put some points on the board. They can't let this go to double digits. Ball in here for Scully, one-on-one. And that will be Borsier charged with the foul. That will put Scully at the line. That's an easy cop-out. That's an accidental cop-out, rather, for the Thunderbirds. Borsier can't be too happy with himself after that effort.
0: Well, he got uh, Scully underneath the basket and uh, Scully had to lean back in, uh,
2: contact and picked up the foul. Uh, Borsier picked up the foul. Scully hits the first of two, 78 to 71 now. Good night for Scully. Although he's a little undersized for a forward at just 6'4" done a great job he coming into this game was tied for second on the team at scoring and was fourth in rebounds he actually led canada west last year in three point percentage at 48 so far this season before the game he's shooting 33 he showed what he can really do when he's hot here tonight
0: three point attempt uh, by uh, simon does not go uh, almost rebounded by isaiah familia uh, but the ball goes out of bounds tapped out by
2: a viking or a vike Used to be called the Vikings. Ball back in the hands of the Thunderbirds is Borsier. Gets it into Simon. One on one, Simon inside. Tries to get the tip. Nice effort by him to try and collect it, but it's all for naught. Ball will go back to Victoria.
0: I thought a really good strong move by uh, Patrick Simon inside the paint there, uh,
2: but he just could not get the shot to drop. Bocamp the head coach of Victoria, scrambling as his team is tracing six, 3.50 left in the game now. 78-72 advantage for UBC. Point scorer on the day, the head point scorer, Charles with the ball from deep, way downtown. It hits absolutely nothing, was off target, and we will give the ball here to the Thunderbirds.
0: Six-point six here. lead for UBC, program. as UBC uh, seems to be holding its own, but really Victoria
2: refuses to go away. Shepard back into the game now for Patrick Simon. Shepard has 13 points and six rebounds. Pair of blocks and assists on the day for him as well. Nice performance by Shepard. Familiar with the ball for UBC. 3.30 left in the game. Halfway spin, is a 180 look. Dumps back to Manroop Claire, wow. He had a bit of a step back look from deep three. Doesn't convert, but Thunderbirds get the ball back on the offensive board by Shepard. Claire again with the ball, behind the back. Loses posi- control of it. Thunderbirds still get the ball, and what an effort by Jaden Cohey, throwing up a prayer, kisses off the glass, and somehow is converted for two points.
0: Yeah, that was a prayer answered uh, for Jaden Cohey as he uh, extends the lead back up to eight points for the Thunderbirds, 80-72, to 72, and... I thought really good defense by Victoria. Uh, the luck, though, was
2: just with the Thunderbirds. We saw a few earlier three-pointers go in and out of the rim for the Thunderbirds. That—that that was a great athletic effort, but there is some degree of luck throwing up a last-minute shot like that. Kohi now 23 points on the night after that last after that last bucket. Also has contributed five rebounds. And three assists in addition to a steal. Kohey, wow. Mason Lowen also on the other side, though. I know I've been talking about him all game, but it's with good reason. 21 points, seven assists, eight rebounds. He's nearing a triple double, Doug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outstanding play, I, I think, by uh,
0: both uh, Charles and uh, Mason Lowen, but uh, Lowen
2: certainly the one with the That's most energy. Uh, out there. No matter the result from this game, Lowen's got to be happy with his performance against UBC as a collective over Thursday and Saturday here this weekend. Hopefully that's something that we'll continue to see from him for the rest of the season. Ball back in play after the timeout. Chasing eight are Victoria. Just under three left now for the VICE to try and close this gap. Charles driving against Kohi. Foul called against the Vikings, and will be the Thunderbird ball. Shot by Charles, just
0: would not drop. And uh, looks like Charles gets the foul as well, his third personal.
2: Borsier bringing up the ball now for UBC.
3: You're listening to CITR
2: 101.9 FM or Canada West TV. Jacob Aaron, Doug Richards bringing you guys UBC basketball action as they take on the Victoria Vikes. What a game it's been here tonight. Kohey going up for the layup. He's fouled and will shoot two again. Cohey's been at the line quite a bit tonight. And
0: UBC attacking the basket a little bit more in the last uh, little while here. uh, Trying to, you know, finally put their stamp on this game. Again, Victoria refuses to go away, but it seems that uh, UBC is uh, slowly and uh,
2: unstoppably uh, pulling ahead further and further. My memory failed me a bit. Not Koe, but it was Manru Claire who's been at the line a lot, and he's been difference maker as well. Perfect six for six for Clare, as Koei hits the first of two, now extending up to a nine point lead. If he can hit the second one, it will be the first double digit lead of the game for either side. Kohe. Can't let that one find the basket. So still a single digit lead. There's lots of time left, still two and a half minutes. Plenty of crazier things have happened if we reference the Thursday night game here between the women, which went to triple overtime between these two teams. Lowe and going inside, him and his teammate were actually both fighting for the rebound. Chaos as five different players, three Thunderbirds and two Vikings all were scrambling for the ball. It ends up being a Victoria Viking inbound, as I believe it was Familia who got the last fingertip off that one. Could have been quite, uh, could not quite see. Charles going up, Shepard fouls him. Great effort by Charles flying through. He'll go for the three point play. Yeah, Victoria continues to hang around there
0: and are not willing to, uh, to go away and concede victory to the Thunderbirds. Uh, 2.06 remaining in regulation time.
2: Charles does not convert the that three ball point ball play. Shepard, all, and we were talking about the three players that have really done a great job as an alley-oop attempt there from Claire to Shepard, There's no call from the official and Shepard is shaking his head. Or indeed he will go to, sh- no. It's just an inbound.
0: Yeah, it's just going to be an inbound uh, pass, UBC, with possession.
2: Shepard was shaking his head as it seemed there was some contact as he went up for the ball.
0: Yeah, but there wasn't enough contact, I don't think, to uh, to warrant a foul. It was just two players
2: going for the ball. One fifty-two left. Thunderbirds with the ball. Shepard and guarded tightly by two different vikes. Isaiah Familia, pump fake. Now way out to Coey for the three. Play is called dead as there's a biking on the floor lowen fell over before the three was set off and even if it did sink in which it didn't it wouldn't have counted okay that was an offensive foul by isaiah
0: familia uh, with lowen taking the charge just outside the
2: restricted area lowen's doing a bit of everything but they're the three players lowen charles and scully they're really haven't gotten any help from the rest of their team.
0: Yeah, that's that's very true. They really needed a little bit of extra extra
2: help. Here it's Scully with the ball now. Scully kicks it out. A finger from Koey will force a Viking inbound. Slow down the play a bit. Yeah, and um,
0: that's what Victoria needs to do. They need to slow down uh,
2: the clock a little bit because it's their uh, enemy right now. They're chasing seven, 81-74 in favor of UBC. Barnes with the ball, handoff here now to Montgomery Stinson. Montgomery Stinson pulling up mid-range jumper, one-on-one with Claire, that's good. And right as I was saying, they weren't getting help, Stinson answers my my take. Man, you were Claire with uh, some pretty good
0: defense there, uh, but Stinson just a little bit better with the spin, and the,
2: uh, the shot. Timeout taken here. Thunderbirds trying to hold on to a lead in a game that I think they came into it thinking might have been an easy victory if they're referencing Thursday night's matchup. More than a 20 point differential between the two teams. Victoria's came out fighting from the moment this game started. It was a 6-0 run for the Thunderbirds. They clapped back right away. And since then, their energy has been outstanding, Doug. Well,
0: you know, In in Canada West basketball, there's just no way you can take things for granted. You've got to come out and play every game uh, regardless of what the previous uh, result was. And uh, certainly, uh, I I think that uh, Victoria has taken that philosophy to heart because they've completely forgotten about losing by 26
2: points just a couple of days ago. confusion between the officials on the the buzzer as Victoria was still in their huddle. Head coach Craig Bocamp definitely going over strategy on how to attack this, what is now a five-point deficit with just 124 left on the game clock. It's going to be a lot of tight defense, likely, Yeah. and you're going to see what has to be quick offensive plays. Well, I mean, Victoria
0: needs to do one thing right now. Uh, the clock is not their uh, ally, so they've got to get a quick stop from the Thunderbirds or uh, off of the Thunderbirds and get the ball down the other end of the court and put some points on the board. Get some pressure on
2: the birds. Thunderbirds looking for the dagger here late. Manru Claire step back from just beyond the free throw. Offensive rebound. That will give Thunderbirds lots of time. Again,
0: Isaiah Familia playing a great game. Uh, without putting a lot of points on the boards.
2: Jaden Covey from the far side elbow. That one doesn't fall in, but Shepard comes away with it. A fight under the net between Shepard and Lowen. And it will be, Sh- I believe, a foul called against the Vikes.
0: Uh, I think it's just going to be a jump, jump ball. ball. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, possession arrow in favor of the Thunderbirds but uh, if this situation comes up uh, in the next uh, 56 seconds, it's gonna be uh Victoria ball. So uh, a good effort by Victoria uh, to tie up the Thunderbirds that time. So far they have been
2: able to get that stop that they needed. However, the Thunderbirds have ate up 30 seconds yeah. off of the game clock. We're now down to 56.3. We we're at a minute 24. Very good point. When this all started, there's still 11 left on the shot clock. If the UBC if UBC side uses this time to their full advantage, Vikings will get the ball back with about 45 seconds left, Doug. Claire driving in, missing that one, but falling to the floor. Claire I think, had a hand on it, but there was also a Viking down on the floor. It's hard to tell from this angle. I believe it was Scully who was down on the floor there with him. Familia and a few other Vikings were also nearby. Forty-eight point one left on the game clock. Thunderbirds couldn't convert the point.
0: Okay, so on that tie-up there, possession arrow in favor of Victoria. So that's how, that's why that other tie-up uh, was so important to
2: Victoria. What's key is this is still a two-possession game. You can do a lot with two possessions in under a minute. It just comes down to strategy. Here's Scully. Montgomery Stinson. Handoff here now to Lowen. Lowen, who's been the dream maker all game for this Victoria side. Three point attempt here from Scully is good, and there's life late for Victoria with 25 left on the clock. Yeah, you down. wonder if they took too long there, though.
0: Well, he- you take whatever time it takes. the The important thing is that they got themselves the the basket, and Victoria is now down uh, by just a single uh, two point shot, 81 to 79. So, uh, 25 seconds remaining in the ball game. Victoria uh, has to play good defense. They cannot, uh, I think, afford to foul. They got to see if they can get a, a steal from the
2: Thunderbirds. This UBC crowd hoping to do all they can to make sure that their side, who had the late nine point lead, doesn't blow it here late. It's that nine point lead has been chopped down to two in the span of about two and a half minutes. And Victoria nearing an upset victory here. We were talking about momentum. UBC definitely had it coming out of this fourth quarter, but late, it's been all Victoria.
0: Yeah, and Victoria coming through when they needed to. To, uh, to get this ball game back within reach. So, again, I think there's 25 seconds remaining. Yes, it's 25 seconds remaining. So, the shot clock will not expire. And if uh, Victoria is able to get a stop with maybe about five seconds yet left, they've got a chance to bring the ball back up the court and uh, either tie it or win it with a three. So... The important thing is you don't let UBC score,
2: and I don't think you want to foul right now. Ball given in here to Kohi. Shot clock was at 14 because of the timeout taken by Victoria. Kohi brings it right back to a four-point lead. This is a two-possession game. Save, of course, a three-point uh, foul, four-point opportunity play. Well, Victoria
0: needed the stop. They could not get the stop. It's a four-point lead now for, uh, for UBC two possession game as you said so uh they're just going to have to get the ball up the court as quickly as possible get themselves whatever they can whether it's a three whether it's a two doesn't matter it's still two
2: possessions and what did you think about that look there by kevin hansen arranged jaden Cowie come around the far side of the court grab the ball and just drive in there wasn't much of a setup play
0: well you attack the basket a uh, couple of good things can happen. Uh, you can get the basket, which is what happened there. Uh, you can uh, get the foul and go to the free throw line to extend uh, the, uh, the lead, uh, but they didn't need that. Actually, the best thing would have been if uh, Kohee had been fouled on that uh, shot and uh, he could have gone for a three-point play. But the bottom line is, UBC was able to uh, get a a quick
2: look at the basket, a quick opportunity, and get the the hoop. These teams line up pretty similarly across the board statistically in this one. The difference that I'm seeing is free throws, which are actually in the favor of Victoria. They're unfortunately still trailing here, and it goes to show you how good this Thunderbird team is. Even if Victoria is playing one of their best games, UBC still coming out with a lot of firepower. 12.4 left on this game clock. And the Vikings will, or the Vikes will inbound the ball here. It will be low in. They're going to need a quick basket if they're hoping to keep themselves alive. That ball almost lost, and indeed, it hit the line. Head coach Bocamp is frustrated with his team, unable to come away with it, but you gotta give credit to UBC defense on that one as well. And
0: again, Isaiah Familia involved in that play.
2: Ball from Audu was given quickly to Claire, who will go to the free throw line. He's perfect today, six for six. I was talking about it earlier. No one better to have if you're a Thunderbird fan at the line. You
0: know, I, I, gotta, I gotta give uh, great props to Isaiah Familia. He's come in here towards the end of the game. He has played outstanding defense. He's played with outstanding energy, great energy uh, out there. And really, uh, to me, he has tipped the, uh, the table uh, in the favor of the UBC Thunderbirds. Claire is a
2: perfect, I believe eight for eight. But back at the other end, putting it in on a dunk was Mason Lowen. He's up to 20, I, I want to say 23 now on the night. What a night it's been for him. Eight rebounds, seven assists, 23 points. And still, they're trailing by four.
0: Yeah, 2.7. Re- it remains a two-possession game. Another foul, quick foul by uh, Victoria. They had to do that, otherwise the clock would have uh, would have run out.
2: Now up to five. If Audu hits this, they're going to have to hit two quick threes. Chances are slimming here for Victoria to pull 2.7 back.
0: 2.7 seconds, no. Uh, Reggie Miller might be able to do it. Uh, I don't think UBC has a problem with
2: this one. And as the game clock expires, 87-81. Lowen threw up a prayer, but it they just ran out of time there towards the end. Victoria did all they could trying to fight their way back into this. UBC able to edge them. Maybe a overall better group effort, even though we saw some fantastic... Solo efforts by this Victoria side, three, yeah. three in particular. we're looking at it, right? You got it. You got to credit uh, Mason Lowen, Charles, and Jason Scully. Yeah,
0: those three players are outstanding for Victoria. They they held the Vikings in the entire game with their uh, their energy, their uh, their tenacity. So I I, I gotta give uh, full credit to them. Uh, Thunderbirds uh, led by Manruv Claire, Jaden Cohey, but still, I am going to, to me, uh, the guy who really made the difference in this game was Isaiah Familia. He did it without scoring a single point. He did it by uh, playing great defense down the stretch uh, to give the Thunderbirds uh, this victory. Uh, the other guys may have contributed the points, But without him, I I just don't see the the Thunderbirds winning. So uh, my compliments to Isaiah
2: Familia for his play down the stretch tonight. Also some great efforts. You were talking about the guys who put points on the board. Jaden Cohey, that definition, put up 23 tonight. Four for six from beyond the arc. Grant Shepard also had a great night with 13 points, eight rebounds, and a pair of blocks and assists for him. Thunderbirds did a good job distributing the ball overall and came away with a win here. Thanks also in part to Manru Claire, who came off the bench, put up 19 mm-hmm. tonight against this Victoria side.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think a very entertaining ball game uh, overall. And um, I'm glad I was here to watch it.
2: Yeah. Thank you for coming. This has been Jacob Air and Doug Richards. You're listening on both CITR 101.9 and Canada West TV. Next week, this Thunderbird team will take on the Manitoba Bisons. Tune back into Canada West and on CITR look forward to our next game in a couple weeks. It'll be volleyball action. From War Memorial, Jim Thunderbirds win this one. 87-81. Have a wonderful rest of your evening.